Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Patrick Webster Small with the Webster Phenomena. Uh, good evening to everybody and good day to the people where it's not evening. <laughs> uh, we have a great show in store for you tonight. Uh, and of course, we're going to have Brenda and Kim on. And Don, if you're listening, uh, please call up. Uh, we haven't had the, the blessings of Don for a while. Him too. Hope, especially on the Halloween show next week. So we're going to have a Halloween show. I'm going to... I'm going to interview some people uh spent time with me uh, over the last couple of years. So even if it's five minutes or whatever, I'm going to find as many people as I can to interview. I'm already doing it. I'll be playing those interviews on the air. So this will be really cool. Uh, but tonight, we've got some great stuff for you, and we hope you, uh, you know, just kind of settle in, and um, we'll talk about the Webster phenomena. And also, we're going to... Uh, be connecting with the ancients tonight. So we're going to get uh, intimate with these ancients, and uh, that's who's up in the clouds. That's who. That's what we're going to call them. So uh, we're going to connect with the ancients. I'm going to teach you a chant. This is from the Book of Knowledge. I'm going to teach you this chant, and it's a, it's a chant that will uh, open up your conduits to your higher self and make available a light from that dimension so you can utilize that in this dimension and become the radiant being that you are meant to be. So when you do uh, quote unquote pass over to the other side that you will remain with all of the uh, ideals and the, the thoughts and the, the person you are right now and and it's a conglomeration of all the lifetimes that you've lived up till now um, regardless if they were on earth or where else all right so i think right now what we should do is we should jump right in to, you know. 
anything solar. That's awesome. Um, well, keep us Yet up to date like on to that. I don't spend and, a lot of time in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like the opposite. <laughs> but lately, I've, well, not lately, the last few years, I've been staying out of the sun. As much, you know, not as but much as possible harsh. because I do watch like some of it. But, oh, my gosh, yeah. it's just like being in the in a nuclear radiation, it feels like, on your skin. Yeah. Yep. It's terrible. Um, because, so he, how about the I, skies, Brenda? How about the sky in Australia? How what's been going on there? Okay, it's uh, I've had I've sent you a few photos the last few weeks. I've had um, I had a few uh, trails being made over here with the black beans. However, we've had a lot of rain yeah. here, so a lot of our days have actually been uh, really uh, cloudy, grey, or just belting down with rain. We actually had our mm-hmm. coldest October day in six years yesterday. All complete with mm. hail and rain and high high force that? winds and. <laughs> what, how Sorry? cold was it? How cold uh, was it? Oh, it was probably it would be single digits here, with the wind chill. Yeah. Because well, wow. it's in in your temperature. I'm not quite sure, but in ours it would have been probably ten degrees or less. Yeah, especially when it was hailing and I stuff, my... and there was actually snow. Um just you know about 20 k's from my house wow <laughs> that's low okay, level so, snow yeah it is which so is 10 is cold. yeah so 10 in celsius is 50 fahrenheit yeah and then for for it to snow for uh well freezing fahrenheit, point is zero 32. here yeah well yeah, freezing point here is zero mm. So, so where so I actually the, where, where I live, there sorry, must where be a I hill live. or a mountain or something. Well, further behind, right? further up the road from me, you know, about quite some way away, there is. It's about an hour and a half drive. There's a major sort of the Dandenong Ranges over there. The elevation goes up. <laughs> no, um, you're dropping yeah, out. Yeah, where I live, we. I'm hearing you drop out. Oh, he's standing funny. <laughs> But where I live during right, winter, well, we regularly freeze here. All right, so it's been it's been basically a lot of weather there, and um, yeah. Uh, so the okay. skies. Uh oh, did we lose Brenda? I think we did. I think we lost Brenda. Okay, well Brenda's gonna have to uh, drop out and come back, and uh, so what we're gonna do right now. Right now, we're going to. Saying hello too. No, just the way it's the way it's the way the way No, actually, that's Onyx. 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 Uh-huh. Onyx and the way it's 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 the 
cat's name is Felix and her dog's uh-huh. name is Felix for whatever reason that happened. I don't know. <laughs> um, so um, Brenda will be back in a minute, Kim. But um, how are you doing up there in Canada where it's cold? <laughs> Actually, it, it has been kind of cold a lot lot earlier than it's supposed to be. They say it's supposed to be a brutal winter, so I'm not looking forward to that. But uh, it's been rainy, it's been windy, it's been cold. Uh, yesterday and today has actually been decent, that I could actually spend some time outside and go for walks and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's getting to that time. It is. I'm, I have uh, both uh, yours and Brenda's uh, area on my weather thing on my phone so I can always mm-hmm. see what you guys are enduring while I'm having beautiful days over here yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. you know Brenda's usually got beautiful days but the but man up there in Canada it lately it's been all I see when I pass by it is either rain or snow uh-huh <laughs> that's incredible yep um, yeah well so it's pretty cold but the pictures that you post are beautiful it's you know you get you get what you get and where i live it's desert and you don't get i mean i don't have a 10 percent of the vegetation that you have there and i love the greenery and the vegetation so um you know it you get what you get you know you exactly. give and take i think that's yeah, what it is you give and take yeah. and then brenda's good brenda's over there with the with the koalas and the huge spiders <laughs> that eat birds. i'm back <laughs> Oh, hi, Brenda. Oh, oh hi, Brenda. sorry about that. <laughs> um, Brenda, have you ever seen one of those big spiders that eats the birds? A bird eating you know spider? No, personally, I haven't. Yeah. But, but they uh, are I'd in Australia. To. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I'd love to because oh, I'm I just would... someone. I love spiders, and if someone really? ever, you know those. Yeah, you know those big tarantulas you see that are like the size of a dinner plate? I reckon that would be the <laughs> coolest thing on lady. earth to pick one of she them up. made me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind snakes either. I've handled snakes, so I don't mind snakes it. Snakes are awesome. Snakes are awesome. Yeah. Spiders, oh. Uh, oh. Today, I should have took a picture of it. Today, here in my bathroom, I found a, a scorpion... That was Ew. about the size of a dime. Ooh, he's pretty big then. About the size of a dime, folks. Yeah, talk about that. That is scary. And these scorpions are barking scorpions, and they're the most poisonous scorpions in the world, especially if they're small. Yeah. So there's no mercy so, um, for that scorpion, I'm afraid. <laughs> No, I didn't even take the time to take a picture, if that tells you something. No, that's what I'm saying. There's no mercy for them. <laughs> if I didn't take a picture. There's no, um, I'll take you outside, no. Right. Um, Kim, <laughs> let me ask you about your skies, and then we'll get on with the show. What's been going on in the sky up there? It's been just cloudy. There hasn't been really a whole heck of a lot. When <clears throat> when the clouds are gone, there's nothing. And then when the clouds come in, it's like a blanket. And uh, there's not much definition in there. I tried taking some pictures. There was an odd thing that, you know, you can kind of make out. But um, I kind of missed all the excitement that I had a little while back. But it's coming. It'll come back. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll come it over here around. now, Kim. 
Yeah, my sky will clear and I'll have beautiful things, and yours would be all mucky like did, mine has been. Yeah. <laughs> did you did have? I mean, you guys have seen my posts in the last few days. Did you see the pirate ship? I mean, the straight out ship. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, that was a good gosh. Oh, it makes my heart pound. And the stuff today, I couldn't even believe this guy today. And I was in a parking lot. And, you know, all the stores are getting busy now because it's getting near Christmas. And uh, I was in the parking lot taking pictures, and I just don't care what... You know, It there's a weird stigma with this thing, and now in society overall. And that's holding your camera up to the sky and taking pictures. It's like, you. It's like, wait, he's not taking a selfie? Is he actually pointing it the other way? You know, and, and people like almost shut you off out of their reality because they don't, I mean, I'm going to say it again. Back in the day, I say this on all my Facebook Live videos, which everyone's got to go check out my, my list of Facebook Live videos. They're off the hook. I'm explaining this to humanity and still I'm hearing the, I mean, what what's going on, you know? We're all these chemtrail people, and you're not finishing what you're doing. You're not completing your task of figuring out following the trail. You're just stuck in trail land, and then you get stuck in uh, conspiracy theory land where someone's going to kill you, you know? Think about that. Think about that, how that's just a little bit, I don't know, maybe psychotic or something like that. I mean... People will say that I'm crazy, but really the craziness is ignoring what's going on in the sky, folks. That's about half of your reality is up there. Just because it's not nor- it's more normal to look down now. Back in the day, like in the 80s, before the internet, 70s, if one person looked up in the sky, everybody looked up in the sky. It was just the thing to do. So that'll tell you how the, how technology has really dumbed things down and made people extremely ignorant and and not open to very much. So you know, humanity's in a in a grave position right now. Um, uh, well, what we're going to do today is we're going to uh, contact these ancients and we're going to ask them to appear. So this is a we're we're going to ask for mass disclosure, and we're going to pinpoint two days where we want them to show up. They're in the future, so they can have some time to prepare because they their timeline is not the same as ours. So if we ask them to appear tonight, it might not be so easy. And we're not looking for for metallic ships. We're looking for the the reptilian boats to the afterlife with the reptilian heads, figureheads on the front. And, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for boats to the afterlife to seriously come in. Now, I think the picture that I posted was probably the best picture that that I have and, of course, the best picture that's out there because, really, the best pictures come from here, where they come from, because we know what we're doing. Um, we're going to learn a chant. We're going to do a chant. We're going to do a little meditation. It's not going to be any big, long thing where you're going to fall asleep. It's just going to be a nice little meditation where we can get in the right mood to do this. And it's I, I do it all off of intuition. I don't have anything scripted when it comes to the meditation. And I shouldn't have told you that. No. Uh, <laughs> um, so we're going to focus on two dates, okay? And right now I'm going to I'm going to tell you those dates so you, we can start planning the seed. 
okay? So here's the two dates. Whatever they are for you, for Brenda, these dates are different, but these dates are going to be the dates. So what's going to show for you will be on this date, and then for uh, Kim and I over here on this continent uh, will be the same, will be the date that we observe. So Halloween, because I think it's just unbelievably pertinent that these beings come in on Halloween. Are they not Halloween masks, all of them? I mean, come on. And the USA Election Day, which is November 8th, because something needs to happen on that day to screw it up. <laughs> so nobody wins. <laughs> and, um, so, so those are the two dates. is Halloween, which is October 31st, and November 8th. And so uh, also to, we're going to do that towards the end of the show. Also today we're going to cover this Dinar Dong Zim scam just a little bit, and I'm going to talk about the currency and where the beings are on the currency, and um, that's that. Uh, Kim's also going to uh, bring some uh, – Brenda and Kim also both have some stuff to bring to the show. Um, Brenda's Kim's going to bring some stuff about essential oils and because she's, she's deep into that. Um, I think she represents the company, actually. And uh, uh, Brenda is going to bring some fascinating stuff on satellites and uh, who holds kind of the nuclear button when it comes to the USA and the Allies. It's very interesting stuff. So let's get on with this. Uh, we're already almost half an hour into it. Everybody, let me define the Webster phenomenon for you. This is what the Webster phenomena is and what I have discovered and what Brenda has helped me research from very close to the beginning of my discovery of this. It was just soon after I published my discovery that she jumped on board and has been supporting this heavily ever since. And Kim jumped on board. She's been a friend of mine through another friend for, for years and years. And uh, finally started listening to me. And now she's an, <laughs> a, a full advocate of the Webster phenomena. Uh, the Webster phenomena is the realization, realizing, the realization of extraterrestrials in the clouds. Now, the reason I call them extraterrestrials and elementals because they are one and the same. These beings are all over the universe, so they are extraterrestrial. In fact, they create the terrestrial and the unterrestrial. So the Webster phenomenon is the realization that extraterrestrials are in the clouds on Earth and all throughout nature. This form that I have discovered is all throughout nature, which would pretty much make it, if you look at it in a perspective of, from a, a creator sense, this is the signature of the creator or the signature of who, we, who people on earth have called God, the creator. It's the signature of the creator because it's in everything throughout nature and throughout the entire universe. This core form of the elemental being is the key. And this is what will crack the ancient mysteries. This is the key, what's missing from the knowledge that's on earth right now, that exists right now from 
the research that's been done up until now. I have found the key. When we can put me together with the locks, then things will start to pop open, and they already are. I'm already waking up. We are already waking up uh, humanity. And those that jump on board and share my stuff are also helping to wake up humanity, and it is being noticed by the ancients. Everything is noticed by these ancients. So um, the the connection between reptiles and humans is coming to light right now, and it's always... It's always been there. The clues have been there throughout history. In all uh, cultures, the reptiles are a mainstay. Been here from the beginning of what we know as time. So it's coming to light. So remember to see the light. Remember with your pictures, and I'm just going to toss this in here. Remember when you guys take pictures and you go to work your picture on your edit thing on your phone. Use your phone editor. Take away the brightness so you can see the light. All right, you guys? Everybody got that? So we're going to uh <laughs> take we're gonna take a little quick breath and we're gonna be back with this whole dinar thing. We're gonna get that out of the way so we can talk to about some other intelligent stuff. <laughs>
and Eddie and Michael Anthony and Alex Van Halen. Oh, those were the good old days, man. One day, one day, Sammy was, I was at a concert. Sammy made me a margarita with his uh, Cabo Wabo tequila that he manufactures down in uh, Cabo. Oh my God! Talk about seeing double, everybody. Seeing double. So if you want to see double, go pick up some Cabo Wabo tequila and take a few shots or make a few margaritas that are really strong with Grammy and Cointro. You got to make a Cadillac. Anyway, I don't know. We're back. Uh, this is Patrick Webster Small on the Webster Phenomenon. I'm back with Brenda Scott from Australia and Kim from Canada. And today, right now, actually, uh, tonight, anyway, we're going to talk about this uh, dinar thing really quick, okay? I'm not going to spend much time on it. First of all, uh, the first place I heard about was David Wilk. Now, David and I have had some uh, virtual worlds, but I still hold him high up there as one of my mentors, and he's definitely a guru of this whole entire scenario. Uh, he's awesome. He's just, he's given me much. So Divine Cosmos goes, uh, if you look at one of his interviews that he has with the whistleblower, there was a general, and they, of course they didn't say what his name was, but he's a whistleblower, and he was saying that the cabal, and that's the ones who are controlling the world money in the banks, the cabal, were being arrested and taken out of the process. Now, this was about five, six years ago when I heard this. Um, so then, a couple of years ago, I heard from a friend of mine who's involved in all of this uh, stuff with the bond, the countries and the bonds and the, that all of the countries were going to go back to, were agreeing to go back to gold-backed countries, excuse me. And there would, so there would be no more fiat money. Now, fiat money is money that's out of the air. Nothing to back it up, like the, like the Federal Reserve for the U.S. Now, everybody knows the Federal Reserve is not even in the U.S. The Federal Reserve is in the crown of London, which is a tiny little square mile in London that basically owns most of the and so, uh, and so there, the gold-backed currencies would be there would only be enough currency printed to cover the gold that that country has. You know, kind of going back to the old days, for, but with a new outlook, so new days, and that there will never be any devaluation of the country's currency, because you know, like the the Zimbabwe's currency, man, it's like, you know, one trillion dollars is like seventeen dollars for us. One trillion dollars, and it's just so out of whack that things need to get back. And really, what this is all, what's happening here, is a universal currency might come up. There has to be a universal currency. It's just, it's obvious. So, let's talk about this real quick. The dinar, the Iraqi dinar, Vietnam dong, and the Zimbabwe—they call it the Zim—phenomena. This is the a currency revaluation. In other words, they're going to put new value to it. All right. I'm back. <laughs> Wondered what happened. What? Yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden, I'm like, uh, wait, it's too quiet. Where where yeah, did I leave off? Where did I leave oh, off? Just, uh, you were just saying that about the um, 
the currency valuation. So. Okay. So did I say anything about Paul Ryan? No. Okay. So you're just back at the beginning, basically the the value of the the Zim and the dinar and that and how there was going to be a universal um, currency. Currency. Okay. So Kim, I guess we got booted, but we're back. Um, the okay. So basically, there's talk of some really weird stuff going on in the U.S. That there's a sovereign side of the U.S. now, where Paul Ryan's going to become president, where this election is a, just a big farce that the general Dumford is going to that's interesting I got kicked off right talking about this uh that general <laughs> Dumford's going to run this whole regime from a military standpoint and live and we're going to bring back the constitution which has been sorely uh set aside in the US for the for the big guys profit um so this is supposed to bring everything back into line and this dinar dong zim and i think there's rupia and i i think a couple other currencies are supposed to revalue now tons of americans have bought this currency uh me being one of them uh because i wasn't going to get stuck without a lotto ticket so i didn't spend my life's savings on it but you know spend a couple hundred bucks on it to make to all of a sudden be a millionaire come on um so just in case you know <laughs> but uh the the thing is, is that people are waiting to be quadrillionaires. That's how seriously blown out of proportion this has gotten. And there's no way that the that this revaluation could afford uh, 8 million quadrillionaires. There's just no way. So people really have to think about it, uh, what they're doing, and not get too crazy about it. A friend of mine told me about this, and now she's homeless. So that, just to tell you how crazy you can get. And thinking that they're saying it's going to happen every single day. It's going to happen today. It's going to happen by Saturday night while we sleep. I mean, when you start hearing things like that, it's like, nah, it doesn't sound so right. Uh, and nothing in the news about it. In fact, Forbes says it's one of the top ten scams for the last ten years. So there you go. Anyway, the interesting thing about these currencies, and I have them on my uh, slideshow, and I have them posted them on uh, Facebook, is that the dinar has a dragon on it. The Iraqi dinar has a dragon on it straight out with green eyes. And it also has a depiction of uh, Marduk handing over the laws, the first laws, to... Uh, who was that? King Harambi? I think that's correct. Um but it is Marduk on there. It, it matches all the other Marduk stuff. Um, so you can see that on the dinar. So there's your there's your Webster phenomena, the serpent uh, with the dragon head. Uh, now, just real quick, I'll tell you that in the in the Babylonian epic of creation, Tiamat, who is a who is the ocean serpent or the goddess of the ocean, gives birth to the first generation of deities. Her husband, Apsu, now Apsu is the fresh water that comes from under the earth. And when they meet the fresh water and the salt water, they created the first generation of deities. Her husband, Apsu, correctly assuming they, uh, that, that they are planning to kill him and usurp his throne, 
later makes war upon them and is killed. Enraged, Tiamat too wars upon her husband's murderers, taking on the form of a massive sea dragon. She is then slain by Enki's son, the storm god Marduk. But not before she had brought forth the monsters of the Mesopotamian pantheon, including the first dragons, whose bodies she filled with poison instead of blood. Marduk then forms the heavens and the earth from Tiamat's divided body. This is extremely interesting, especially the part about the Mesopotamian pantheon, the monsters of the Mesopotamian pantheon. Do you think it's possible that we that is who we are seeing? The first dragons? Could they? The first yeah. dragons were the beings with the dragon hands. So they were three-headed dragons. Boom, boom. Okay, I'm going to get through this real quick, you guys. I'm really pushing through it. The Vietnamese Dong. Just a weird name for a currency. Uh, look at the main emblem on the currency. The the little kind of reptilian-looking head, and I have the arrow pointed to it. Look at it. It's a reptilian kind of a military reptilian face, even with little words in his mouth so it looks like teeth. This is how these beings work. So they imprinted themselves on this and on the dinar. And now for the Zim, for the Zimbabwe currency look at the rocks look at the top rock it clearly has a reptilian mouth and two eyes it's clear to see that the being is on that rock i mean i first time i saw it i was like oh my god has who did this <laughs> it's unbelievable how reptile like and it feels very prehistoric looking so these beings have climbed into eat all of these currencies. So I wouldn't put it past that something good's going to happen with this investment. But don't bet your life on it every day, every minute. Please, people who are just waging their entire life on it, like, oh, tomorrow my life's going to start. No, start it today. When you get the input from this currency, whether it's $10,000 or $10 trillion, just accept it and go keep going. You can't ever count on an investment to pay off. It, it's like watching the water boil. It just won't happen. So just, you know, back off of it and, you know, keep your eye on it. But this whole, like, hey, everybody's got to watch. When you get the 800 numbers, they're going to put out 800 numbers for all these exchange centers that are supposedly been put up, but no one's ever has a picture of it or seen it or anything like that. It's That's all a bunch of BS. Banks do the exchanges of any currencies. It's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. So, that said, go buy some Zim, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but, but do treat uh, it a bit like a lottery. Exactly. you got to treat it like don't, a lottery You ticket. don't live uh, your life. Brenda, Brenda, do you own any of the, these currencies? Yeah, I've got the Vietnamese dong, but I mean, I, I, I treat it like a lotto ticket. Basically, I've got my ticket in the drawer and I get on with my life because if I spent every week exactly. waiting and thinking, yep, this is the week and I go out and live my life like it's, I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow, I would have nothing. I would be living in the street. And think so about I have it. to live my it's life illusion. normally 
Yeah, and in the illusion, that puts forth the intent for you to always be a millionaire tomorrow, not today. Hmm. Only tomorrow. And what is tomorrow? What is it? When does it come? Never. Never. Yeah. Tomorrow never comes because when tomorrow comes, it turns into today. So think about that, you guys. Think about that. Just just know that one day something good will happen from that. The beings are on the on the money. Something good's going to happen. Um, Kim, do you have any of this currency? No, I don't. Well, I, no. Kim's going to be one of those people that you know that I've instructed to to just go spend a hundred bucks, just go drop a hundred bucks on the on the lottery, and she won't do it. And then I'll have a million <laughs> bucks, and I'll be like, "Hey, Kim, don't you wish you had some of my million? Uh-huh. There's other ways to <laughs> yeah, get it, I think. <laughs> and I'll give her some. And I'll give her some. And just be like, here, throw her bone. Yeah, here, have the money. Throw Brenda some money. Hey, Brenda, here's a couple million. That would be great. It would be awesome. Um, so, uh, let's move on past this, and let's get to, let's talk about these oils, Kim. What do you got with the oil? Let's talk the about oil. essential oils. Let's change this up off of this freaking currency revaluation martial law. Save me, everybody. Uh, you might have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to skip countries. I've always been American. What am I gonna do? Okay, not about me. <laughs> Let's talk about oil. You'd still be American. You'd just be displaced, living somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. Oh, it can be. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants Americans. Just wait. As soon as the as soon as uh, if Trump wins this. This uh, election, oh, Canada's going to just straight out close their borders the next morning. You're not coming in. Actually, nope. well, you'd be surprised, actually, through my um, – Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, through my job, I've actually had a huge increase in the number of um, American people that have actually come through, and a lot of them have just moved I'm here. Sure. I'm sure and everybody's disenchanted. It. Yeah, but they they absolutely love it. They just, you know, they just, I had, uh, I think, a lady come through from Ohio and a few others, and she's wrapped. She just she just loves it. Huh. My only problem yeah. with it is I heard you can't get two-ply toilet paper. Oh, yeah, you can go, <laughs> hey, you can get three-ply here. Oh, we shit. Even, I'm yeah, we go even I'm one better. <laughs> no pun intended. We go, we go Man, even better be here. That'd be a smooth <clears throat> move. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you can uh, use bark if you like, but that's up to you. <laughs> bark? Bark and, and, and gum leaves if you like, but that's up Are to you, you. You mean tree bark? Yes. A bit splintery, but hey. <laughs> From the gum tree? Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, excuse me, you but can right someone after? get this off of my butt? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, well, you can camping fun. then, wouldn't you? <laughs> at least, oh at least goodness. we're having fun. Um, everyone else is kind of like, yeah, low brow as can be. <laughs> um, okay, we're all good. So, 
So let's get let's let's hear about some. I need some oil, man. I need some essential oils. I want to hear about what they can do for me. So Kim, do you have any information on that? Which I know you do. Well, I I wasn't sure exactly you know what I should go into because I was telling you that they do um, in tie with like go back to the ancient times and stuff like that with Egypt and and whatnot. Um, this. There's no turning back now. <laughs> Kim. Exactly. See, everything is just tied together, which is so awesome. But anyways, in the hieroglyphs and stuff, if you see the kings and the queens, and they'll have like the cones on top of their head. And what yes. that was for is they'd either put crocodile uh, fat, um, alligator, not alligator fat, but um, well, and crocodiles, I guess they were quite abundant over there. So. Almost the same thing. <laughs> exactly. And um, hippopotamus fat. And they put that in there, and they would put myrrh in with that. And then as the sun heated through the day, it would leak, like melt all over their body. So it basically protected them from the sun and from bugs. And they were no leaky. Yeah, that's what they were for. <laughs> And wow. then also they and ha- myrrh is very spicy smelling. Mm-hmm. It's very it potent. Very sweet. Yeah. It's got a musky yeah. smell to it. Yeah. Yeah. Very it's nice. not a high smell, I like to call it. It smells, yeah. it's up there, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. So why, no, so so- they use this as a, like a suntan lotion or I should exactly. say sunscreen? Wow. Sunscreen and a bug repellent. So wow. I found that was- Quite interesting, and they also That's kept amazing. bees. They were be beekeepers gross, as well, and they would put herbs and stuff in with the melted beeswax, and they would have that like a perfume as it would melt. Again, in the cones, it would you know put the perfume around their body and stuff, so that they smelled pretty. And then the other thing I found very interesting was Cleopatra. You know, she was a beautiful lady, and what she would use would be frankincense and myrrh, and uh, that was to keep her youth, her skin looking good. It would uh, get rid of all the dead cells and regenerate new, new growth, so she had always a young appearance wow. to her. Yeah. And, and so how did find- she, did, do you know how she put that, how she applied it? Well, see, was that again would be probably form? with yeah, in beeswax or any of the other stuff that she would put on. Olive oil, that's another good carrier oh, like oil. Oh, like Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it would be used as a carrier oil, yeah. Yeah. So I found that quite interesting as well. And, I, and a, you know, if we look into any of our stuff products nowadays, there's always a base of frankincense and myrrh in there for the anti-aging. So. Right. Um The other thing, too, um, you know, like in the Bible, it has that, you know, uh, baby Jesus was giving you, like, gold, frankincense, and myrrh again. So, um, like, frankincense is huge. And it's huge today, too, because it helps with so many different things. Like with cancer, I actually have a lady who's taking it for cancer. She takes that in oregano for pain and for getting rid of cancer. And she's had that for actually quite a few years. She's been using it because she refuses to take chemotherapy or radiation. So she's been doing Good very well her. on it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. So, yeah. And um, 
Let's see. Great they, say, they say that frankincense was the most valuable out of all three gifts that he was given. And there is another, um, it's, it's an oil called spikenard, and it's uh, a very earthy tone, and they use that a lot for meditation and stuff like that in, um, in their temples and stuff. And okay, what's that called? Spikenard. What? How do you spell it? it? <laughs> uh, I know. Spike. What does it start? And then with? nard. S. S is in Sam. Oh, okay. Spike nerd. You know, like a spike and spike then nard. Nerd. <laughs> nerd. Spike nard. <laughs> nerd. Yes. <laughs> okay. And apparently that oil was quite expensive, and it was like a year's wages in those times. Oh. So I can't wow. even imagine what frankincense would have been because it was more valuable than the gold and the myrrh. So, oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Frankincense is still expensive today. Yes. And apparently, if, if, yeah. if, if, I've got a bottle that I purchased of a high, one of the highest grades um, in essential oil. And it costs, you know, just a bottle that's, uh, you know, the size like from your, on your first finger, from the fingertip to, the, to your, your middle knuckle. That bottle that size cost me fifty dollars mm-hmm. because it's of the high. I bought the best quality stuff. I don't buy the crappy stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I when you when you buy top quality, you know you to buy the the pure stuff. You've got you're going to pay a bit of money, but frankincense is the most expensive. Yes, it is. Yep, it is. Uh, other than you know, like I actually. <laughs> Frankincense, like I usually buy the 15 mil bottles, and those are usually like about $105. And the rose, the rose water is actually $240 for the same size. So roses vary abundantly. They say that you need like 100 pounds of petal leaves to make, like, I think it's like uh, 20 ounces or something like that of Mm. rose. Yep. So it's it's uh, expensive. Expensive. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. Rose water has that's so many uses. I mean, you put it in food. I mean, all the essential oils you can too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I yeah. actually had some. I actually had some today because, as I said earlier, because I wasn't well, I actually um, made a tea infusion where I put a little bit of a couple of drops of uh, lemon myrtle oil and two drops of frankincense. And so that seems to have cleared my chest a bit. So I'm happy with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Steve's is really um, good too for that. Kim. Yeah. What yeah. would you prescribe for a person who has a migraine? A migraine. What I use yeah. for myself, because I get doozies, and when I, I haven't had actually a headache, uh, since, like a real bad one, like a migraine, since I've been using these oils. And um, I'm, I'm not one to take any kind of medication other than Advil or Tylenol. Um, I use the oil, the Panaway, and it's basically called a chiropractic, uh, chiropractor in a bottle. And I'll put that on my neck, and then I put peppermint over top. And I'll take one Advil, and I will be up and running and in an hour without struggling a whole day in bed trying to get rid of the pain. It's amazing. That's what it has. And there's another one. There's another one called M grain too. Um, if it, if the Panaway doesn't work for people, they will use the the M grain. And that one is got kind of like a licorice smell to it. It's a little bit different. 
the Panaway to mm-hmm. me smells more like a heat liniment, like a you know the old person's uh, <laughs> right, like rub it on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like That's what you call it, a locker room, a sports <laughs> yeah. locker room. Yeah, that one. Exactly. Gold bond. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah, I'm pretty about. much. And that'll be wow. all the pieces of it too in those things too. Awesome. That's what they make them from. So. Awesome. Well, thank you for bringing that to the show. It's awesome. I hope everybody got some, got that, wrote down the fruit. Um, we're going to be right back on the other side of this with Brenda, and she's going to give you some uh, ridiculous information. And then we're going to call these ancients in. We're going to do some chanting and call them in for the last, like, 45 minutes of the show. So uh, stick with us. Patrick Webster Small, Brenda Scott, Kim Dahl, the Webster Phenomena. Tell you what, everybody. All control is in the hands of those who know. Think about that. Knowledge is the ultimate power. What I'm bringing to this world is the truth about reality. I'm not bringing a 
theory or speculation as to the truth of this reality. I'm showing you as I'm telling you this reality. And what everybody has missed, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with missing it. There's something wrong with not listening when somebody found it. So we're going to do this, you guys. Humanity, I'm here to wake you up. Welcome back to the Webster Phenomena. I'm Patrick Webster, host with co-host Brenda Scott and our colleague in Canada, Kim Dahl. And let me bring them back into the room. They were sitting in the green room for a while, having a little drink, doing a little chatty chat. <laughs> and now they're back in the room. What's going on, everybody? Oh, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, what? Well, 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 I was going to say. All right. Kim's internet's yeah. been really good today. Oh, uh-huh. don't say that, man. That was it. <laughs> now it's going to go. I'm not swiping it, but it did. It's just really, really clear. Oh, you did like, it. Uh, Jinxed it. There you go. Jinxed mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> it so. It did drop uh, me once. Everybody, yeah, well, I went too, so I think that. Well, it was mine dropped a, as well. General, so. like, <laughs> okay, so here's what, we, uh, here's what we're going to do. Next week, we're having a Halloween show, so you guys got to be there because we might get a little tipsy. And we know when we get tipsy that my sister comes along, Patricia. Patricia likes to talk, especially to the girls. She's a girl's girl, if you know what I mean. So um, Patricia will be in the house next week. and we're going to have a Halloween show, and I'm going to have do some interviews, and it's going to be really good. So I hope everybody clues in. Um, we're going to talk about Edgar Casey, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about prophecy. So it's going to be really a Halloweeny Halloween show, and we're calling in these ancients for the Halloween show. So right now, so we'll see you next week, Saturday, same time. But right now, Brenda needs to tell us some stuff that um, we've been researching lately. And Brenda really got deep into this research. So we're going to take a few minutes here and talk about that. So, uh, Brenda, what have you found out about the this interesting stuff about the U.S. and Russia now? Okay, so lately you've had a lot of talk about, uh, you know, possible, you know, World War Three and this sort of talk that's been going on, um, or the possible threat of a nuclear strike against the U.S., now, this actually comes from um, several um, several bits of tension. So the first one being that apparently uh, the U.S. has alleged that uh, Russia has been uh, cyber attacking um, and interfering with the uh, due process of your presidential elections, um, you know, by, by getting into uh, the system and hacking emails and doing stuff like that. And according to US sources, they reckon that the the only way that this could possibly be done is by some of the higher officials um, in the Russian government. 
um, the with these allegations, like some people have, like some of the um, the higher ups in your government have put it to the Russians that this has happened. They actually haven't denied it. However, they have sort of sidestepped the issue with other things. So they've sort of played it down. And then the other point of contention that's actually come up, obviously, is Syria. Now, Syria is a really um, messy, messy area of the world. And it comes um, in on four different fronts because it's not a clear-cut um, issue in Syria. It's not the Russians against the Americans or the Syrians against the Americans or vice versa. It's actually got, you know, five or six different factions within this country that all are running their own agendas, to, you know, either together or with somebody else. And, you know, you've got, and I mean, the Syrian, Syrian tensions have been going on now for about six years and they've hotted up in the last couple of years with Russia, Turkey and the Americans coming in. So, you know, you've got um, the factions that are, are basically involved in this, the top ones, uh, the Ribian, uh, the the rebel Syrian government fighters. These are soldiers who were in the Syrian army who broke away. Um, you've got uh, Kurdish fighters. They're independence fighters for their Kurdish state, which is in Syria. You've got the US. You've got the Syrian government army. You've got Turkish and Russian armies there. And you've got ISIL, which is basically ISIS that's trying to... to come into the into the fight there as well so it's a really really messy situation and the biggest area that people will have heard about lately is Aleppo which is getting the proverbial shit bombed out of it at the moment because apparently Aleppo is uh, a is a military strong point of of the Syrian government it's sort of where all their uh, military stuff is um, focused However, this area is also a Kurdish area. So when you start talking Kurdish, the Russians and the Turks have a, uh, a dislike, if you like, of the, of the Kurds. Mm. So that's, sort of, um, that's why they're sort of fighting to keep the, the, the Kurdish in. However, they're also fighting to keep uh, with the Syrian, uh, because the Turkish and the, and the Russians... Um, they fight the, they fight with um, the Syrian government army, and they. Sorry, I just got sidetracked there. Uh, they actually. Because I sent you a to, message on Facebook. Yeah, well, I can't see That's it because why. I've got something over the top of it. Um, so they. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Yeah, so, so they're backing the, the Syrian government. So the Syrian government's trying to clear this path and get all these other um, factions out of that area so they can re-secure their, their army area, if you like. And then, of course, you've got okay. the, um, the Americans who are backing the other, which is the Kurdish fighters and that. So it's a really, really messy thing. And so... Right. Um, so let's get into this. Let's get into this uh, where you were receiving some names. Yeah, I just and got, then we I got started guided. talking about the satellites, the satellite group. I really want to kind of get that out there in the air. Okay. Yeah. So basically, with this uh, 
military tension. There's some, uh, you know, saying, you know, they're going to fire missiles on each other and that sort of stuff if so-and-so, uh, like, because the, the uh, Russians are wanting to do, a uh, like, this total bombardment of Aleppo and basically clean it up, but there's supposed to be a ceasefire in place to let civilians out. Now, with this, the, the tensions are getting higher, so now they're starting to talk military strikes, not only on that soil, but on foreign soil. Now, what you've got to remember is uh, there's a little bit of concern here on both sides because, or not so much on the Russian side, more on the American side, because the, all these, um, as we know, military missiles and, um, you know, uh, army positions and everything, these days are all controlled by uh, satellites, so GPS and that type of stuff. And the biggest thing is that... Um, I mean, each each major country has their own satellite system. Now, the American system is called a GPS system, which is the global positioning one, and that's how most of the American military run um, and have all their their weapons guided. And it's not only civilian; it's military. Right. It's also right. business. So that's all guided uh-huh. by the system. Now, the American government actually cut a huge, big deal out of their budget. Um, just even this fiscal year, they've cut out uh, $365 million from a $1.5 billion budget in, in air defence. And that's actually made it really difficult for them to upgrade their satellite system. Now, um, the, Amer- the American system is just called GPS, which runs through a company called Navstar. Now... The Russians, their global, their, their, you can call it a GPS network, but it's actually higher up than GPS. It's actually stronger and more efficient. Is called Gla- uh, GLONASS, which is a, a global uh, navigational satellite system, and it works on different. It it can work in com, it can work in combination with the GPS system, especially because these things are not only used for army and military. They're used for search and rescue. They're used for all that sort of thing. When you know if a plane goes down, this is how they find it. Right. So right. they have their own system, which actually is a separate system. But if with the receivers that are on the ground, it can actually pick up the GPS system. Now the big problem with the um, um, a few years back. Um, the EU actually decided to set up their own um, satellite system again to get better coverage across Europe for for civilian and military purposes. And they, Germany pumped in the biggest amount of money into getting this system. It's called Galileo up into the sky. Now, the guidance that I had uh, the other day was actually a few names that were given to me, which actually... um, one was it was to do with gold, and the name was Iridium. Now, Iridium is actually the, the company that is the is the communications company that runs Galileo, which is the EU system. And now, this system is is top of the range. It's the latest system. It runs. It can run complementarily to the Russian, the Chinese, and also the American systems, uh, depending on the receivers. Um, when it was first actually uh, being put together, when, when, when the first prototype came out, uh, the EU actually had an issue uh, with the Americans thinking that they were able to um, 
were, had the power to be able to switch off their system by um, the signals that they use with GPS, which would interfere with the EU's power or the countries within the EU's power to actually control their military positions and things like that, should it be needed in time of conflict. And so they upgraded their prototypes. Now their prototype is actually top of the range. And now, and then it became a concern of the US of the same thing, that their system could actually overpower that of the US. Now there has been an agreement set in place that says that they won't at any time switch off someone's system because it's like a modulation system that allows uh, the frequency to be switched. So if you switch on one, it actually you can allow both GPS and this other system to work in complementary with each other because they actually work on different levels. So, uh, like I said, the concern was one okay. would block the other. So okay, and so, that would so disempower saying... the other the other the other side. Okay, so we're what we're talking about is that the U.S. and the EU, which is Europe, have the yep. same are on the same group of satellites when it comes to their military positioning stuff. No, they actually have a different group of satellites. So the different American system is called GPS, run by Navstar, and there's a group of. Um, the American system runs on a group of 30 satellites, and then the uh, the uh, Galileo system is another group of satellites. They're called constellations, and they actually um, they have about 30 as well, so or 31 actually. So they're actually separate groups. But what happens? The Russians. They can, and the Russians have uh, 24 operational satellites at the moment. So what happens is they because GPS and all the, the different systems, they actually run on different frequencies, if you like. And so for one not to block out the other, they have to work on different frequencies. But what was um, the newer systems, they, they, they don't, you have to have certain receivers and different frequencies for them to be able to work together and not bump each other off the system. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's very complicated. But basically, it was right. that the Americans were concerned that the EU had the power to switch off their system so they wouldn't have very accurate guidance for their military or for their aircraft or for any missiles should they be needed in a time of conflict. ...out of the studio, and I'm just going to have to wait for it to... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just don't know where it went. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Can you hear me, Brenda? I can hear you. Yeah, I couldn't hear anything. And now I can hear you. I didn't hear anything else before. Wow, that was weird. So that's the second time that's happened. We're talking national security here. Maybe they don't want us to. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. So let's get let's get off that subject anyway. We're gonna bring that back. Uh, Brenda and I will talk about it some more offline, and then we'll we off the air, and then we'll bring that back on the air uh, probably after Halloween. And we'll talk a little bit more about those satellites because there was something else that we weren't getting to and, and that's fine. But um, everybody just be aware that there's some really crazy stuff going on in the world right now. And it, you know, it's, this isn't the world where nothing happens. Nothing has happened in, in quite a while, nothing huge to 
the masses. Um, here and there, yes, I'm not going to say nothing because in Syria, the people are just going nuts. Uh, but um, just know that I, there are a lot of things going on. Brenda. It sort of actually reminds me back in the 80s, you know, when you had a lot of saber rattling going on between Libya and the U.S. and many of the, you know, oh, Iraq yeah. and the U.S. and then the Iraq and, you know, and the Libyans. There was a lot of that going on, a lot of threats. It's sort of a bit like that at the moment. Yeah, and... That's, yeah, that's how it feels. It's, not, it's got that feel to it. It's weird, though. It, it's almost like because there's been no nukes shot, it that people... Uh, especially the higher ups aren't so afraid of it anymore. Yeah. Like, ah, they won't do it. You know, and oh my gosh, if that, if one goes off, 10 of them go off. Uh, if one hits anywhere near uh, Yellowstone, it'll set off the super volcano. Um, it, it's just the things that can happen with a nuclear war are just terrible. And then we've got North Korea. We're not even talking about North Korea. Oh my huh. gosh. We've got China. Uh, let's just let's let's move on um, beyond that. But just everybody be aware. Okay, for the rest of the show, we're going to do some really cool stuff. We're going to call in these ancients, and we're going to do it. We're asking them to show up on Halloween, and we're asking them to show up on November eighth, the United States Election Day, where we're going to elect uh, one of the worst presidents that's ever going to take place. Either way you go, you're going to get somebody that's not right for the job. Not right for the job. Um, Utah is going to probably show everybody that third party can win because it looks like Utah is going to elect, uh, going to uh, have a a third party candidate that's going to take Utah. And that's where I live. I hear a lot of talk about it. I hear a lot of Trump talk. I hear a lot of other talk about it. So... Um, third party, not the other way. All right. Everybody knows who follows the Webster phenomena. It's not me, actually. The Webster phenomena are the, the messenger. Uh, these beings are in the sky. And this, this is with quote, unquote, God and everything to do with the quote-unquote return of God or return of Jesus or return of Christ or however you want to look at it, or the return of Nibiru or the return of Anunnaki, it's a return of beings that were here before. And we call them ancient because it was a long time ago to us in this time cell. So we're going to do some chants right now. I'm going to teach you a chant. Um, the first thing I think we should do is just let your mind relax. Allow yourself to relax. Crank that down a little bit. Now this this is an Om chant. This is an Om chant. It's for it's for meditation. Om the beings work vibration. song. The universe is a song. 
It's made up of sound and light. Those are the basic elements of the universe. Everything else is created from that. Vibration. So let's just know. Let your mind accept that. The world is made up of vibrations. And OM is one of those vibrations. It's one of the main ones. It goes to your core. So if you just sit back and you can think it or... Call your throat the shamanic passageway. So if you let the alm start at your core, your root chakra would be your private area is your root chakra. And let that home sit in that area. There's a your second chakra. So now you can see that there's a there's a connection along your spine. And chakras. Chakras are energy centers that will be utilized extensively in the next dimension or the next reality. You'll be able to do healing. You're going to be able to do things that we call magic. You're going to be an unlimited radiant being. But for right now, you're you're not. Because number one, you're incarnate. But you need to work on these things now. Now is the time to do the work. That's why you're here. Extended experience that is spread out over time so you can create the experience work. To know about about the heart grid to know about your aura and that your aura is actually another organ your body and just as scents and smells essential oils will help you along this journey as well so music Now what we're going to do is we're going to realize that we are beings, that we put out light. That's what we do. Put out light. We exude light. And let that om raise up through your second chakra. You're going to see the color red. You're going to see the color orange. Yellow. You raise up through your solar plexus. And feel the ohm vibrate in, in your body. As you feel it vibrating, almost vibrating your bones and your nerve endings. You feel your blood doing a little dance, your DNA. 
because your DNA knows now it's time for a shift. It's time to create you into the being that you were meant to be. Now feeling that vibration come up through your heart and you see the color green. Green, giving. The heart is giving. Picture your heart giving life. As you breathe in, you can blow it out, blow out any type of stresses and anything that doesn't matter right now in this moment. You can feel the ohm come up through your throat, your shamanic passageway. You can begin to see the color blue. And as the ohm comes up through behind your eyes, you can feel thought, the ancient, the Lord of all knowledge. Let thought see through your eyes. Let your eyes see as thought. can feel that ohm come up into the top of your head like a steam through the top of your head as you can see purple and indigo feel that steam release through the top of your head and up into your higher self now you can understand and see a clear energy clear energy a clear channel. A clear channel between your 3D vessel, which is your body, and your higher light body, which is what controls your thoughts and assists you with signposts and movement throughout your life. This higher light body has the joystick to your 3D vessel. It is best to communicate with this part of yourself. Now you must become a radiant light being to continue through the afterlife uh, to have a continuation of this lifetime. And that's the point we're at in this era that a lot of people came to the soul to uh, be incarnate in the time ship. It's a very important time for everybody get through you you meditation now what we're going to do is we're going to chant the there's a good language Tibetan Hebrew and sand and the same writing is the fire letters, the Hebrew fire letters. We're writing in a five ascending letters. 
these will be these names are in the languages of these masters. We're going to start with Amenta, then Thawa, and then Quan Yin, and then Gabriel, and then Buddha. So these names have vibration to them that is heard by ancients and by the lords of light. That's who these beings are who are coming through. They are the lords of light. These are the creators of all reality. So let's go ahead and start with Amentah. These ascended masters from their resting place in heaven in the heavens. We ask them to give to us the gift of them, gift of sight, the gift of appearance. Let's go through it one more time, all of us. Uh, Go through it right now, all of us. Everybody now. With Halloween, October 31st, Halloween, and we ask you 
8th, which is the election day of the leader of this very important country. Everybody, please grab the book, Keys of Enoch. Just look at the keys. Just look at the Read the book as you can. The very deep book. Look at the letters. It's a combination that will unlock your mind. This is very... It will unlock your mind and allow you to be able to speak so go get that book it's about 50 bucks I think it's how you can find it also everybody phenomena. The people that support me online, it's still a very small handful. And and just so you know, there's going to be 12. There's going to be 12 that will come out of all this to lead Earth. So do you wonder if maybe you are one of the 12? Could it be you? Why couldn't it be you? You have what it takes. This is what's called the harvest. We're asking ancients, all of the ancients, show yourself. It's time. Come back to life. We summons you back to earth. We summons you back to earth. We summons you back to earth. Now everybody see that clear energy and and notice that you're still above your head. You're kind of out of your body right now. Just be in that print. Be in that space above your head. Realize that it's infinite. Like, 
expand. Across the sky. Expanding up into the clouds. The ancients and clouds. Just expand beyond them. Space in the universe. Find a wormhole and slide down it. Notice the rainbow colors as you slide through this wormhole into another dimension, another area in space. Now opening your eyes, you like the understand that time. Overlaps. Nearly in essence, we feel. And letting that steam above your head back into a globe. See that gold, that globe. Old light. A great way to actually cleanse your body is to picture gold light above your head in a globe and just the cleansing of the gods, the gold light cleanse. Watch it sparkle and watch those little sparkles go through your through your mind, clean up the thoughts that have been given to you that aren't exactly in line with true intentions. Now thank the ancients. Give hugs. Thanks. Bow. Show your respect and show your honor. Raise your hand to them. They expect that. They raise their hand to you. That there's equal respect. Thank the angels and thank them for showing up uh, on Halloween and and showing up on November 8th to thwart the United States and to bring some decorum and some leadership back to all of Earth, some sensible, common sense leadership. We look forward to seeing you. All of you. <laughs> all right, um, let's get, let's gather that steam and bring it back into the top of our head, and let's bring that steam back through. Uh, behind and make the and bring that energy back into your heart area and that's where we'll leave the energy we're going to leave it in the heart area so just breathe into that heart 
Breathe into your heart and you can, you'll see a flame. Now breathe into that flame and watch it grow. You can't blow that flame out. Breathe into that flame. You're feeding that flame. Watch it grow in your heart. And take a deep breath and blow it all out. Blow all any stress or anything that's left over from that. Just blow it out. Get rid of it. And realize that you just did about you you multitasked. <laughs> Right there. What you did was you spoke with the ancients. You cleared out a pathway to your light body, and uh, this will do wonders in your life here, but especially in your in your life when this shift happens. Uh, you gave yourself the ability to have the radiance to be a radiant being in the afterlife. Uh, it's pretty key, man. Pretty key. Um, well, I'd like to thank everybody for being part of this part of this show. We're not quite done. We're not quite done. Uh, but we're just going to kind of settle into this uh, here and realize that we just spoke directly with the ancients. All right. Uh, Brenda. Yes. Is Brenda there? Brenda's there. I'm here. Good. I'm here. <laughs> All right. Good. Um, now, I'm not going to hold you to this, and nobody's going to hold you to It's always nice to know when somebody has a prediction about something. Now, I have my own thoughts about happening, but they're really starting to coincide with yours. So... Brenda, what is your timeline on things that your intuitive timeline on things that are happening? Sorry, I didn't catch that last part. My intuitive timeline on and what's to come with all that's going on. Uh, not uh, sorry, you're just breaking up a bit. That's all. When do you What is your timeline when it comes to Revelation Okay So do you want what I told you uh, About 18 months ago About uh, what You're talking about my predictions For this timeline do you want the one? Do you want the prediction I gave you 18 months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So back then, I actually said to you, um, I felt that 2016 was going to be a very. Um, we're going to have some, a, a bit of action this year, but really, what was happening this year is more of a, a matinee type performance. So there will be some something going on. However, it's not going right. to be the big one. Um, however. What I was given after that is that the longer timeline is 2024. And I have subsequently done research on that, and there's a lot of stuff that coincides. It's a bit complicated to get into now, but I was actually given that information before I did any research because I get given information first 
and then I research. Otherwise, I wouldn't know the heck what I was researching. So that's how I work. Um, and I've found a lot that can go with that. Um, there's other things that are happening now, as we see with the world situation, that actually um, can fit quite snugly into that timeline as well. And that comes into the political stuff as well, which is more complicated to explain again, but it does fit in with that as well. Okay. Is that what you so want to... Is that... 2017 something... Yeah, so basically that the start of what this was would be 2016. So I think my words to you were late 2016. And, I mean, that doesn't mean it doesn't flow over into 2017. It just means it starts now, which there's a few things starting now. And then we right. have a, a large event, 2024. However, what comes in between until I get further information, is any man's guess. And as we know, timelines are they're changeable um, because, as we know, time's, time's flexible, especially, like we say, the, the ancients don't have a timeline as such like we expect people to have. Right, um, right. So that they work to their own timeline. And then again, you know, you've got us down here with our free will and one thing and the other. So depending what people are doing at the time, things can change. You know, you can get a radical shift in what may have been coming just by one one act that can change that. So we just, like we say, you know, it's today. Yep. So we have to have to look at today. So every, every step right, is today. That's the snapshot of today. So that's what Brenda yep. still feels. It hasn't shifted off of what she said and that Whatever it is, it hasn't exactly kicked in yet. And we still have a chunk of 2016 left. Um, I'm in the same boat where I do, I can see it. Uh, today was one of the most incredible days, and I think I posted as many as I my day. Uh, pictures that are just all I see are just huge pieces looking into reality. And they're holographic in a way. But boy, is there some solid coming in. And we're really heading for something that is going to end up being these ancients joining our uh, population. We can straighten some things out and give some pointers and not treat Mother Earth. Them is mother. Earth, mother. Mother Earth is much more than Also, to have 
between things that were made in different places, especially when they didn't have the internet or information like they do. Now, it's really crazy that we're in this information age. This information comes out in about three years. Still, <laughs> still to this day, I get... Uh, well, everybody knows what I get. Uh, people are either afraid of it or they just don't want to show that they're, they support it. A lot of people are in that mode, which I understand that you're not ready to put yourself forward and be like, yeah, I support that. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some interviews over this next week of some people that I'm going to air these on Saturday. And uh, you're going to hear that there's people of all walks that are that know me and, and I've spent time with them and shown them what's up and, and they see it. That's that. Now, Kim, I want to ask you something. Yes. I'm going to ask you a question. Kim, how can we live like we're supposed to live Christ-like? You know, that's supposed to be the way to live. Not just Christians think that. I mean, that Christ had a, the whole story of Christ is a very good story. You know, he heals people. He doesn't want people to know that he heals. Uh, you know, he's not looking for, you know, uh, he's not looking for attention or, you know, to make some money on YouTube or to be called the next guru. He's not looking for that. He actually doesn't want that. But he does want people to hear the word, the knowledge about that there's a God and that there's a kingdom. So maybe we should start listening to that. I don't know. But what I'm going to ask you is, uh, how can we live Christ-like or as if an ascended master, if we're ascended masters, how can we live like that without acting like and being holier than thou? How can you... Is the, isn't that a tight rope to walk? Yeah. Definitely. It's pretty hard. And why is it a tightrope? Just the way humanity is. <laughs> yep. They just, you know, good they just. Answer. Good answer. Yeah. I don't know what to say. It's just hard to. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? Like if yeah. we're to live Christ like or as an ascended master, how? We do it coming across to humanity as holier than thou. Brenda, what do you think about that? Oh, you've got to realize that Christ had his detractors as well. well and he was a very yeah. humble, a very humble individual. You know, he didn't he didn't go out for the attention like you said. He did his healing, he kept it quiet. But there were people that were out there to to knock him down, even then. So this, as we say, it's it's humanity. It's one yeah. of humanity's flaws. I mean, you can be quietly doing what you're doing, and you do it without attention seeking. You can do it without the fanfare and the glory, and there's still going to be somebody out there who wants to take a piece of you. Doesn't matter what. I can tell you so that firsthand. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You know, Christ had his detractors as well. So even he, living Christ-like, you know, people still saw something to try and take from him. So 
the best that you can do is in your heart and in your mind. Be humble. You know, be kind, be loving, be all these things. Help where you are possible to help. And then it's just a matter of never mind what these people say. Because the issue is not with you, it's actually with them. Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. that's all you can do. And just know that you are living your truth and in your peace. And, you know, you're not harming anybody. You're not hurting anybody. You know, you're helping where you can. You care, you love, and you do these things so you're not harming anyone. If there's some idiot out there that wants right. to say, oh, well, what you're saying is, you know, somehow you know, harmful Somehow to somebody. Well, or... stop looking. We didn't put yeah. it we didn't we didn't put it on their page for them to look at. They came to look at your page. Or right. they came to you now, for the information. So they were seeking. If they don't want to hear, then they can leave. Exactly. They have free, uh, freedom uh, of choice. It's called walk away. Walk away. Man, I <laughs> I mean, sorry, you're breaking up there. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm on my phone, and like have to get in the right, like uh, the right spot. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they even did it to Jesus. You know, they was the ones that didn't listen to him. They walked right. away. Of course. So. Of course. Walk away. So. Yeah, and you know it's that's just the way it is uh, with humanity. Um, I think we're let's go ahead and just you know what let's 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 say goodbye until the next show. We had a great show tonight. Um, I know that this next show is going to be amazing because it's our Halloween show and we all love Halloween. So uh, join us next week, same spot. I'm. I'm working on getting on a new service to not have this crackly stuff. So I'm working on that. I'm really checking it out to make sure that it's all the features. But I know a lot of people are moving over. We, I will let everybody know. Um, I'll probably be on both services for a while. Uh, and we're going to have a rip-roaring show. Thank you for being part of this show. Thank you for being part of the Webster phenomena. Uh, Kim, thank you so much for being Hanging the all the information you brought, and uh, I will see you next week. You betcha. Yeah. On. Yep. All righty, and uh, you know, take care of Canada while we're gone. And yep. Brenda, <laughs> thank you so much from Australia. Uh, thank you for all the uh, the interesting information and the support that you give to Webster Phenomena and the amazing research that you do. For us, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Just go back and forth. Hey, right? Brenda. Yeah. Yeah, well, Kimmy. <laughs> we missed Don, but. Yeah, I he was on there. Well, I spoke to I don't him earlier know. and I. You know what? I don't know if this on. is his number right here. So I had his name written on it, but dang it, Don. If that's you, I'm sorry if you've been sitting on the front of this whole time. I mean, I'm really <laughs> sorry. Uh, it Next week, Don. Be on the show. You're on the show next week. Um, I'm, we're not, you know, you've just had a weird work schedule. That's all. But you're you you're part of this show, so make it known. Man. It's a, he's a bit you like know, me in that because he works, yeah, you know, he works weird and it works out funny. Yeah. 
yeah, usually he usually can't get on. But um, yeah. anyway, Don, next week on the Halloween show, please, we we would love to have you. So if you can work it out, we would love to have you. Um, and we miss you, brother. Uh, thank you also, Don, for all your support online. And uh, everybody share the stuff. Uh, my people know that I'm right, that we're not talking about right or wrong or is this guy whack or what. We're talking about just getting this out there. And all the other podcasters who are doing, like, supernatural and paranormal stuff, they don't want to hear from me because I'm getting rid of paranormal. There is no paranormal. It's all freaking nature, you guys. It's all nature. Does everybody get that? It's all nature. Supernatural? It's Notice the word natural in there. It may be super, but it's still nature. Paranormal? Just notice the word normal's in there? Come on, you guys. There is no paranormal. It's all being super exploited for someone else's gain. Do they really want you to know what they don't know? Do they really want you to know what they don't know? And now that I've found this and that I'm putting it out there to humanity, most of these people do not support me. I offer interview. Hey, some new guy came on Space Out Radio. Hey, I'm going to do this Beyond Paranormal show. And it's like, man, how many paranormal shows do you need before you realize that nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about? Excuse my language, but please. <laughs> Come on, you guys. And I offer up an interview. Here, have some real stuff on there. Didn't hear. No, it's like crickets, man. They don't want me on there because I'm proving everybody wrong. I have yet because to I'm coming see with something. The truth. Exactly. I have, have yet to, re- to see the paranormal, like all that kind of stuff is clear and true as what you're showing here. There's always a fuzzy right. picture somewhere out there, and it's just, I don't know. Well, you're it's it's always the stuff that goes. Yeah, but they're more elusive it's than ours are. Ours are there. Theirs, you need to be hard up to find my, it. My stuff that I discovered, you can actually go see. It right now. You can see it. So you you're can see it about, now. <laughs> the stuff that you're talking about is that. safe. The stuff that, that, that everybody else is talking about is pretty safe because no one can find it. All right, you guys. Everybody, I'll see you next week. Go to the WebsterPhenomena.com. Check me out on Twitter. Check me out on Facebook. Uh, connect wherever you can. The Webster Phenomena. We're here. We're there. We're everywhere. Just remember. You guys know, right? What do I say? Be good human. Be good human. <laughs> Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.